my dear friends, as I mentioned at the beginning of Mass, this is Vocations Weekend, uh, the weekend each year that we ask the Lord of the Harvest to bless us with vocations. I'd like to begin by quoting a few lines from a poem that's reputed to have been written by a young man on the evening of his ordination to the priesthood. And this is what he wrote. Boyhood dreams of long ago saw an altar fair, consecrated trembling hands lifted there in prayer. And those dreams have led me on, dreamlike though they seemed, until today, thank God, I am what I dreamed. If lectures and articles and books about vocations could fill the seminary, we'd be building new ones by now, not closing down the ones we have. So instead of talking about vocations today or recommending a good book to you, what I'd like to do is something different. I'd like to just share with you a little of my own journey, my own story. I was a teenager at the time, and one of the jobs that I had at home growing up was bringing the milk to the creamery every morning. And I have a vivid memory of a moment that was to hugely influence my life. Not because of the words spoken really, but because of the values that were transmitted in those words. I remember it was one of those summer mornings and I was on the way home from the creamery. And we lived up Boreen at a passageway long as I thought then and my mother would always meet me down near the road and she'd have the buckets and I'd have the separated milk from the creamery and at the course made a gap we'd feed the calves together and it was one of those mornings as we were feeding the calves together and it just seemed to to burst out of me out of the blue without warning and I said to her, I'd like to be a priest, but I know I can't. And this went long in the days long before the free education. And she said to me, Why? And I said, Because I know that she wouldn't really be able to afford to send me to boarding school or to college. I'll never forget the answer of a simple Irish mother. Alanov, she said, that was a, a term of affection that she used to use. Alanov, if you want to be a priest, the Lord will provide. To this day, I can clearly remember that moment that those words, they never left me. And through all those long years in seminary, as I saw, best friends decide that this was not for them and leave. And as I struggled with the question, does God really want me to be a priest? Or am I just fooling myself? 
those words and values often gave me strength and motivation. I suppose I could sum up those seven years in seminary in two sentences. If God wants me to be a priest, there's nothing in this world that's going to stop me saying yes. But does he want me? And how can I be sure? Well, I can tell you, he didn't arrive in the dead of night sometime and whisper it into my ear. And there were no dramatic visions of angels or no concrete guarantees provided along the way. It was a journey of asking, searching in faith and in prayer. Seven years studying seven years questioning, seven years praying and searching for guidance, seven years meeting a spiritual director for a chat every week, seven years saying to the Lord, if you want me to be a priest, I'm available. But if you don't, just let me know. And I'll be out of here tomorrow morning with a crack of dawn. And all that led to a moment in St. Munchen's College in Limerick in June 1970 when I knelt before the late and much-loved Bishop Harry Murphy. And he anointed me with oil and said, I remember the words, hearing them, then you are a priest forever. At that moment, I knew for the first time that all the questioning was over. The Lord had spoken through Bishop Murphy to me. Sure, I'd make mistakes in many of them, Sure, I'd fall short in many people's expectations. I'd be disappointed with myself and my own shortcomings. And no doubt, I'd let people down sometimes. I didn't know if I would even be able to stay the course for the rest of my life. But whatever the future held, I, I could never doubt again that on that June morning the Lord had spoken to me and he had told me that what he wanted of me in life was to do my very best to be the priest that he wanted me to be for him and for his people. Many years have passed since June 1970. There have been many ups and downs. There have been many failures and shortcomings. There have been times when I walked too close to the edge. But the one thing that's never changed in all that is the certainty that even though I 
make a mess of things. I can never doubt that in that morning in June 1970, the Lord had told me what he wanted and expected of me for the rest of my life. And he did that knowing the gamble he was taking on me. And he was prepared to take that gamble. And because he was then, he understands, even if others mightn't, when I failed to live up to my own and his expectations of me. I've remembered again and again through those years that moment that the course made a gap. A land of, if you want to be a priest, the Lord will provide. To this day, those words sustain me. And I know that despite human weaknesses, feelings and shortcomings, he will achieve what he set out to achieve the morning that he made that mistake of choosing me. And when the challenges are too big to handle, I have found over and over again that he is always there by my side and he's the one who carries me when I'm unable to do the thing myself. I began this reflection with the lines of that young priest in his ordination day. I'll finish with lines, that later lines of the same poem, when he says, Other dreams I have today, bright in spite of fears, that this human heart may be Christ-like through the years. Think of me when on your knees, and I'll think of you. Someday, please God, in another place, we'll meet again when that dream also 